Welcome to The Skin Reel, your guide to all things skincare, skin health, beauty, and more, curated by dermatologists and true skin experts. I'm your host, Dr. Mary Alice Mina. I'm a double board certified dermatologist and dermatologic surgeon with over a decade of clinical experience. If you're looking for real, practical, unhyped skincare guidance and expertise, or you just think the skin is really cool, then you're in the right spot. I'm so glad you've tuned in to The Skin Reel. Now let's dive in because this is how dermatologists talk skin. Hi everyone, quick disclaimer here before we start. This podcast is for educational purposes only and is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. If you're looking for help on your skin journey, please check out the American Academy of Dermatology's website, aad.org, where you can search their database for dermatologists near you. It is so important that you have someone in your corner who's well-trained, licensed, and board-certified who can help you make decisions when it comes to your skin health. Okay, got it? Great. Now for the fun stuff. Hi guys, thanks so much for joining me on this week's episode of The Skin Reel. I'm your host, Dr. Mina, and I am thrilled to be in your ears for another week of great skincare and skin-focused information, all from a board-certified dermatologist, yours truly. Now, at the time of this recording, we are well into spring and the weather, it's starting to warm up, although then it goes back to cold days, but it definitely feels like spring is in the air and everyone is looking ahead to summer and warmer months. And now is a great time to spring clean, not just maybe your house or your wardrobe or start thinking about getting in shape for the summer, but now is a great time to spring clean your skincare routine and also your skincare in general. And for anyone who has followed me or listened to the podcast, you know that I am a big fan of simplicity and a capsule skincare routine. So now is a great time to go through your stuff. And even if you are not a full-on skincare minimalist like me, perhaps you can look through your stuff and look and see if it really is serving you, if it really is leading to beautiful skin, if it's making a difference, or if it's not, then maybe there's some things that you can pare down and simplify in your routine. So let's get started. And sometimes tearing things down, doing a deep dive and a deep clean, it can be overwhelming. And so sometimes what we do is we just avoid it, right? It's just easier not to do it than to have to tackle that big project, eat that big frog, right? But I really encourage you to take the time to actually do it this year. Go through all your cosmetic drawers, your vanity, your closet in the bathroom, and really look at the stuff you have and the products that you have. And I want you to do this because number one, you probably have way more stuff in there than you realize. And a lot of that stuff is probably old and expired. So it's not doing any good sitting in there. So instead of keeping it in there and 
getting more and more overwhelmed by all the products and things that you have in there, go ahead and look through those products and anything that is old or expired, throw out. Yes, skincare products have expiration dates. I know sometimes people think it's just medicines, prescriptions, but skincare products do have expiration dates. So go through your cabinets. I have a cabinet where I just kind of throw in sunscreen that people give me or products, and I'm going to be doing this myself this weekend. So go through and look at the products and A, decide, do you even use this? Is it beneficial at all? And if it is, flip it around, find the expiration date. If it's more than a year or it's expired, you should probably toss it and get something new and replace it. The same goes for any maybe topical creams that your dermatologist has given you. If you're no longer using it and it's been sitting around for a year plus, go ahead and toss it. If you haven't needed it in a year, chances are you're probably not going to need it. And if you do need it, it's probably not going to be as effective since it's old. So that's really my first tip for you all for spring cleaning is to open up all your drawers where you keep not just your cosmetic, but maybe your skincare prescriptions and topicals and open up those cabinets or drawers and go through the products, set aside the ones that you actually use and like, and throw away the ones that you don't use. If you have no idea where or how you're supposed to use it, then go ahead and toss it. Don't overthink it. Just get in there and start making separate piles, the keep pile, the toss pile. And then anything you do plan on keeping, just make sure it's not old, so about over a year, or if the expiration date has passed. Now, when you're going through your products, it's also a great time to really look at what you're using and if there are ways to maybe simplify a little bit. Do you really need all those different serums and creams in your routine every morning, or could you use just one or two and still have really great skin. The bare minimum that you want is a gentle cleanser and then an SPF 30 or higher sunscreen that covers UVA and UVB wavelengths, and then a good moisturizer. Now, as we warm up, and again, I'm in the US recording this, so for people in other parts of the world, this may not be true, but for us, our summers are hot and warm, or certainly warmer than the winter, and as the weather warms, and I also live in Atlanta where it's pretty humid, I do not need such a thick moisturizer in the summertime. So what I will do is transition my thick emollient or my thick moisturizer, my cream, and I will actually swap it out for a lighter, thinner lotion as the weather gets warmer. And I would recommend that you all think about doing something similar if you live in a warmer climate or a climate that's a lot warmer in the summertime, you may want to adjust what you use for your moisturizer. I also think about this with my sunscreen. My sunscreen in the wintertime tends to be a thicker, creamier, a little bit heavier product. And then as I transition to the spring and summer months, I want something really light because I hate the feeling of heavy, thick, 
things on my face. I really like minimal stuff on my skin. Um, so minimal, I don't even use vitamin C because it's one more thing that is on my skin and I really like to keep it really, really simple. So I will swap out my sunscreens from my winter sunscreen that may even have a moisturizer in it to something lighter and thinner on my face. I also will typically have a separate sunscreen that I use on my arms, my legs, and the rest of my body. A, because I do spend just a little bit more on my sunscreen on my face. And again, I'm not spending a lot, but I do splurge just a little bit for my sunscreen on my face because again, I want a really elegant formulation. I don't want to feel like I have anything on my skin. But for my arms, my chest, my back, areas where I need to cover a large surface area, I'm okay with using really any sunscreen that I find around the house, to be honest. Now, I just sort of described your very simple skincare routine for the morning. For the evening, you are going to want to, again, use your same cleanser that you had from the morning. But the only other thing you may want to add to your regimen would be a vitamin A derivative, like a retinol or retinoid, such as tretinoin. And I use this all year round, but in the summer months, I can tolerate using a little bit more of this. and. In the warmer months, I can actually tolerate using this a little more frequently. I'm still using a really tiny little pea-sized amount on my finger, and I'm using that on my face, my neck, my chest. But I find that instead of doing it just a couple nights a week, in the warmer months, I can start bumping it up and doing it more often. So if you are someone who's been thinking about incorporating a retinol or retinoid into your skincare regimen, spring and summer is actually a really good time to do this. Well, at least if you live in a warmer climate, because the air has more humidity in it and your skin can tolerate the dryness a little bit better than if you were to start this off in the winter months when, again, everything is just drier in general. So if you haven't started using one, now is a great time to do that. Or if you have been using an over-the-counter product, maybe you want to call your dermatologist and get a higher prescription strength product to really up the benefit for your skin. Now, once you have gone through your pile and hopefully simplified your skincare regimen, go ahead and get rid of all the stuff you're not using. Either donate it to friends and family if it's not expired and it's not old, or just <laughs> recycle what you can and throw out the rest. And hopefully you've got just a handful of really good products that you will use day in and day out that will really maximize your skin and your skin health. And again, it does not have to be a lot. And I do find that if you don't actually go through what you have, you just keep building up and building up. And then you don't even know what you've got in your cabinets. You just have tons of products and you have no idea what you really like, what you really need, and what's still effective and not old. Now, the other thing to go through when you're spring cleaning is your makeup items. And I am bad about this. I think I'm going to wear an eyeshadow and I hold on to it and I hold on to it and I hold on to it. But if you haven't worn something in years, you're probably not going to use it. So now is also a good time to go through your makeup items. Now, I'm not a makeup 
expert or artist and I don't wear a ton of makeup. So again, I defer to those experts, but I do believe that while makeup may not technically expire, it certainly does get old and cakey and doesn't apply and wear the way that it should when it's really, really old. I know for a fact my mascara gets like this from personal experience. So go through your makeup and look at items that are old, you haven't worn in a long, long time, and go ahead, toss those items, and pick up a new item if you're actually going to use it. The other thing you want to do with your makeup brushes is to make sure to clean them. And I would say also even clean your hairbrush. Get all that old hair out, any lint, whatever is in there, and remove all of that. And for your makeup brushes, make sure to clean these. I think people forget that when you use these makeup brushes, not only is it touching makeup, it's then touching your skin, which has bacteria and dead skin cells on it. And so periodically, you are going to want to clean these products as well. And of course, you know, I'm going to say it doesn't have to be complicated, gentle soap and water. You can use most likely your cleanser that you use on your face to clean your brushes. Again, I'm not a makeup expert, so maybe there's some really fancy brushes out there that you need something fancy with. But I think for your run-of-the-mill makeup brushes from Sephora and Ulta and things like that, gently cleaning them with warm water and some soap and then letting them dry sufficiently will really help remove any bacteria, dead skin cells, and debris that accumulate on these brushes when you don't clean them. Now, beyond just your products, what else can you do to spring clean your skincare regimen and your skin health for the warmer months? Well, I would also recommend going through your closet and making sure that you have some good sun protective clothing. Number one is a hat. So find a cute summer hat that you like and you're going to want to wear, or at least you're not going to mind wearing and make sure you set that out. So it's by the door, it's by your keys so that you will grab that when you head out to take the kids to the park or go on a run or go walk the dog, whatever you're doing. I keep mine on our coat rack by the door downstairs and I do switch out my hats from summer to winter. I have more of a fedora and a felt sort of hat for the winter time. And then in the summertime, I actually transition more to a straw hat that I can wear and I wear it pretty much universally. The other little pearl I'll give you is that it is hard to travel with a really nice hat. So I do have a more collapsible hat that I take when I'm heading on trips where I don't mind that it's getting smushed a little bit in my suitcase. So that's just one little tip that yes, I know hats are hard to travel with. They're really hard to pack. You don't want them to get bent. So they actually do make some cute hats that are uh, pretty foldable and bendable, and they'll still keep their shape in a way. So beyond your skincare products, make sure you've got a hat that you will wear and that you have set out by the door to help protect your skin in the summer months when it's much, much hotter out. And then 
I like to have a few items that I can wear at the beach. So I do like those rash guard bathing suits. But if that's not your jam, of course, you've got your good sunscreen to wear. But I also like some UPF protective cover-ups that I can wear at the beach or I can wear it like a shawl if I don't really want it to be part of my outfit. But it's a great way to protect your skin, just kind of throw it over your shoulders. I can throw it in the car. It's very compact and portable. And I just love having that little light wrap I can throw around my my arms if I am going to be outside for a longer time than I anticipated, or I forgot my sunscreen, which sometimes happens in the summer, even for dermatologists. And again, I don't love the feeling of having stuff on my skin all the time. So I would rather drape that over my arms and my shoulders than rub on sunscreen every two hours and have my skin directly exposed to the sun. So those are just some of the ways that I get my skincare routine in tip-top shape for the spring and summer months. I would love to hear how the listeners, how you all out there get your skincare routine ready for the spring and summer months. And I hope that you found some of these tips and pearls helpful. And I am going to follow my own advice. And definitely this weekend, I am going through my drawers and cabinets, and I've definitely got some brush cleaning to do myself. (laughs) So if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with a friend and give it a five-star review if you don't mind. I would love that. And I would also love to hear how you get your skin ready for the changing season ahead of us. I will see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to The Skin Reel. I hope it's been informative, educational, and perhaps a little entertaining. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to like and subscribe and share with a friend. Don't want to stop your learning just yet? Head on over to theskinreel.com for show notes, blog posts, and so much more. Until next time, skin friends. Thank you.